Hey, Justin. Hey, Andros. What's man, up, man? Uh, I uh, I went out for smokes, and um, that's why we haven't had an episode because I just got back. obviously. I mean, welcome to 2023, though. <laughs> this is the uh, the future is now. This future is now. Soon, every American will be uh, able to play Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. Finish him. Well, I. I- I, uh, I, I, I think, I think I, I actually know the question that everybody has been asking, and um, I do think I speak for pretty much everybody. Is AI going to take my marketing job? And is AI going to launch the nukes? No, no, because they, they, uh, there'll be less people to market to, and uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they know that. Okay, that's but, a good point. Good but point. Uh, uh, I, I think it's 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 a relevant subject, and so I think in this episode we should talk about the elephant in the marketing room, which is absolutely. Let's dive into that elephant. Yeah, and uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Andro Sturgeon, and I'm Justin Womack, and we are the Marketing Geeks. So, um, okay, uh, you actually have been spending a lot of time with uh, developing some fun AI images, right? Yes, I've been I've been experimenting a lot with the Mid Journey um, software, Mid Journey Bot. Okay, for people which who you can get on this, Discord. explain what this is. So ba- basically, I get to put in little AI prompts and create images of anything my heart desires, and and my heart desires some very very random things. So for instance, uh, most recently I've made images of like the most interesting man in the world smoking cigars with Batman. And they've come out pretty well. I mean, surprisingly, they've come out pretty well. Um, And I also wanted to visualize the machine elves that Andres has told told me all about that I've never experienced for myself. Um, And I showed you some images of the machine elves. I'm not sure how accurate that AI portrayed them, but yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it was a good try. It, it definitely, I mean, I'm sure seen something like that. But, but I, I, I mean, you can't, you can't feed a computer DMT, to my knowledge. That's all. But it, it, uh, I, I believe that uh, some of these, this AI imaging software, it, it's close. It's really close. And and see, the, <laughs> there's these different, there's these different uh, versions of it. There's Stable Diffusion. There's Dolly. Uh, there's uh, uh, OpenAI. And uh, and all of them are 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 kind of now in this race where every single week, in fact, by the time this episode hits, uh, even even this stuff will have advanced. It's it's happening almost weekly now. They're getting into uh, doing uh, like video, and so mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time before what I I can get AI to look at my photos and uh, then make me a documentary about myself with the voice of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Right. Well, you also saw that there was a social media craze where people were able to upload their own images and AI would then generate um, images of them 
which is something that um, the Midjourney bot, to my knowledge, does not do yet. But that was a big craze where people were putting their their own selfies out there, and then AI would draw a bunch of pictures, and then the female, uh, some of the women were saying that they were like too sexy, hmm. the ones that would come back. So um, yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so so you got to understand the way that this works, and and that's why that's why this particular technology is. Uh, can be unwieldy to say the least, because what what it does is it basically, uh, from what I understand, like OpenAI scanned the entire internet like two years ago, uh, the entire internet, and and what it's doing is it's using a data set, and and, and data set is if I say the dog fetched a, and I left it blank, there's going to be several words that will statistically follow one after the other, right? So, uh, you know, stick, bone, whatever, uh, you know, hippopotamus is, is probably going to be way, way down on that list. So it's not going to get served up. And so the problem, especially with, with some of these uh, like chat AI, is that if you put in a query and you put in a question with something, what it's going to do is it's going to scan the entire, uh, it's going to use that data set from those particular phrases that you put in and serve you what it thinks is kind of the the best based on that that sort of algorithm but the yeah. problem is as we know if, if if for those of you who have spent more than two minutes on any social media uh platform uh the internet can be a pretty awful place <laughs> so, so really that, right not twitter though not twitter everywhere else this episode is brought to you by shopify Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, so, but however, some of these things are super accurate. So, so the, the, the thing I, I want to, I, I, I want to ask you, uh, Mr. Womack, is if you have uh, these tools that can essentially put us out of business as marketers, because we can even ask it to write some copy. Uh, yes. Are, are our jobs actually in danger? Not yet. Our jobs are in danger over the long term. Absolutely. I think you think so. But as of now, as of now, I've played with several copywriting AI softwares and they're, they're not quite up to snuff yet. Now, if you need ideas to write copy from, I think they're great. I think they, they will bring you the ideas that you can use to then kind of edit and create great like email sequences, great sales pages, things like that. They'll give you the, they'll give you the foundation for it, but they're not good enough to deliver like a start to finish um, perfectly written sales page or perfectly written email, a sales email. They're not good enough for that at this stage 
But I mean, I have to believe that given another 10, 20, 30 years, that these things are going to be way, they're going to be superior because they're going to understand every single nuance to human behavior. They're going to understand like how to influence people better than we can possibly understand how to influence ourselves. And, and I have to think that's coming. And now um, I was telling you before the show aired that I've also played with the GPT chat um, bot for the first time. And so this is a new, a new software. Elon Musk himself was on Twitter just yesterday or the day before describing how this is like the end of homework for uh, students in school. Um, it's pretty powerful. I will, I will say it's pretty powerful and pretty accurate for the questions that I was able to ask it. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I, I just want to back up a second and explain like what chat GDP is because uh, it, it's basically something that almost perfectly pass what's called the Turing test. And the Turing test is, 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 is a test where you try and uh, fool a human, uh, a robot tries to fool a human into answering in a way that it, it feels real. And uh, although this, uh, this new uh, device, uh, ChatGDP, doesn't necessarily sound human, it, it, you can put in any question and it will answer in a way that sounds absolutely uh, natural. And so if you put in questions like, uh, you know, uh, when did the Gettysburg Address happen? Uh, you know, what was the cause of World War I? It, it will give you a paragraph that is actually pretty good for an answer. And yeah. it's well researched uh, for the most part, for the most part. But that's the trick. So, um, so, so, I, I mean, do you find, do you really think that, that there's going to be some sort of moment when we won't even need marketers anymore? Because I actually don't think that will be the case. I'm not sure if, um, yes, actually, I do think that will be the case because if you look at the trajectory of AI from 20 years ago to now, versus 20, if we project out 20 years into the future, I think then, yes, I think that the AI can advance at a level high enough to eliminate the need for us, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon. I think we have at least 20 years before we hit that singularity moment for the marketers out there um, where AI surpasses our skill level. And, and I also, um, yeah, I just think that there's, like AI is still going to have its, it'll never have like, well, maybe it will. Maybe it will. I mean, I'm trying to think if it'll have perfect Yeah, I have an anecdote for this. So um, the other night, I'm uh, with my boy, and we're at this uh, this uh, food court type of thing here in the Netherlands. And I run into this guy who works for a tech company, and part of his job is to take uh, text and and convert it from uh, different languages into French. And he used AI to do that, and he just did little touch-ups. And then, you know, they had hundreds of pages that were listed, like, on the first page. He was doing, like, all this SEO work. And one day, not too long ago, all of those pages were suddenly delisted. Like, delisted. They weren't showing up at all. And it turned out they, they ran all sorts of, uh, you know, they, they, they got a, like a super high-end SEO expert to come in. They were looking at, at the way that the pages were structured. They were trying to figure out Google's algorithm. And what they had finally figured out was that Google has now identified content that's been written by AI and will no longer list it. So a lot of people are now just packing their pages 
with with keywords trying to get their stuff listed because the they, they know how to use the SEO in the right way and ask these questions and it just writes it and they're just copying and pasting it. But if you're doing that, your page is going to get delisted. Now, this is an interesting point because there's also been a big pushback from the art community about AI images that have been listed in like art competitions. And there are several of those like award committees that have banned AI images. Now, I don't know the specifics of how they identify what's AI and what's not. It's probably not that difficult to do, I would think. Um, but I know that there's been big pushback. So this that's an interesting point. And that could that could slow down the progress. Now, I think AI is capable. Let me, let me, let me rephrase this then. I think AI is capable of surpassing all marketers in 20 years. Um, if there's enough pushback, then maybe that doesn't happen though. Maybe it doesn't happen because there's enough pushback. That's a different story though to me. Yeah. And, and here's why I think that will never be the case because the one thing that AI will never be able to do is read a room, right? It will never be able to look someone in the eye and make a sales pitch. And do it in a way that doesn't creep. Why not? I, I mean, maybe yes. I mean, I, I look. I fully predict that eventually this technology will be like instead of like buying a video game, we will we will wake up and a video game will have been made based on how we're feeling, and you know it'll be like this custom made story just for us and it plays directly to our algorithm, um, and and as soon as I can you know uh, get the uh, sex robot upgrade uh, to that video game, <laughs> then I will no longer need to leave my house. My house. I look at AI though, like it looks, okay. It looks me in the eye. It sees the size of my pupils. I mean, it looks at the size. I mean, it looks at like the eye movement. It looks at everything that like we humans don't have the cognitive ability to process every little thing, but I feel like AI would. So yeah. I feel like yeah, it could read a room if it's able to capture it all on its cameras and everything. If it had enough, uh, if it had enough, you know, processing power, then I feel like it absolutely could read a room and it could manipulate us much better than we can manipulate manipulate each other that's my yeah. opinion and and so that that really comes down to to is this thing going to be a tool for us or is it going to basically enslave us by whoever's holding the, the master algorithm and you know I mean, like like right now for instance i'm again i'm not i'm not too worried about it because one of the things that i've been i've been doing for um for some clients is that I, I use uh, an AppSumo tool. For those of you who don't know AppSumo, uh, don't ever go there because if, as a marketer, you will yeah. spend way too much money. You lose all your money. You'll spend but it all. I, I did buy this tool recently called Neuron Writer, which I highly recommend. And basically what it does is it, you take, uh, it, it helps you write the article. So it will give you like a, a blog idea. You just say, um, you know, five ways you can save money with uh, your car insurance or whatever. And then it, it will give you like five topics and then it will write the paragraphs for you. And the paragraphs, uh, sometimes the information is not quite correct. So you got to be very careful because again, it, it uses the algorithm to just yeah. predict the word. And sometimes those words aren't necessarily correct. But if you, um, if you have a first draft, which to me is the heavy lifting, that's the thing that takes the most amount of time. And that's why I hate writing SEO driven articles. It took so much fucking time. But if you, if you have uh, something that writes 
the first draft for you, which always sucks anyway. And then you just go through it and make it more human and knowing that those clunky moments that don't sound quite, they sound too technical uh, and have no soul to it. Uh, those are the things that you change. So I've been, uh, I've been as an experiment, I've been using this uh, tool because once you write the article, it will actually look up the keywords that you're putting in there and find the top 10 competitors for that keyword and then give you a score. And if you beat that score, you'll probably list on the first or second page. And that's a good usage of AI for this stage. That's where I think AI serves the greatest purpose right now is yeah. for those first drafts. And same thing with sales material. I think great for first drafts, but not great for finals. I mean, it, it's just like you can get the ideas, you can get the concepts, you can get some of the terms, but you have to go in there and edit the rest. And, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't know if machine learning can ever really learn the human soul. Right. And, 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 you know, like, look, I can, I can, I can watch a movie and, and, you know, well up in tears, uh, over toy story, uh, or whatever it's, it's an animated picture, but I, I, I think that's more passive. If I were interacting with something, I don't know if we could ever pass that, uh, that gap, the, you know, the, the, um, uh, the oh, what's the word for that? What's the word for that? Uh, not the singularity, it's uncanny valley, uncanny valley. Okay, that yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so, so you know, we're in that explain the uncanny valley real quick to people that don't so know. What that means. The uncanny valley is, is this interesting phenomenon that they found that if 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 somebody is interacting with a a, 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 a thing that's not quite human there's a little bit of revulsion that goes on within almost everybody. So it's like, if you were, you could watch like a robot and go, wow, that looks really awesome. But if it looks too realistic, it starts to look creepy. Right. So I think the classic example would be something like in rogue one, when they brought back general Tarkin, um, mm -hmm. as a CGI humanoid or whatever. I mean, CGI yeah. is human. They tried to put him back in the movie but there's something not quite right about like the eyes or something not quite right. quite right about the face. And because of that, you just know something's off and you can't like take it seriously. And that's how I felt anyway. And I, and I think there's probably better examples than that even, but that was like the one that sticks out to me. Uh, absolutely. And even the, even the uh, Carrie Fisher uh, as princess oh, Leia, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, all of it, the Luke Skywalker, it's a, it's a cool trick, but I think that if I, if I started, if if I saw that for a long enough period of time, like an entire film like that, there'd, there'd be something in the eyes, something that would be not quite right. And the reason that Avatar was able to pull it off is because th they were motion capturing the actual actors' faces. So the eye movements, the the little tiny ways that the pupils dilated, that was all captured and then uh, painted over uh, with, uh, with with pixels, essentially. So it still had that human quality. But I don't think we could ever get that from an actual, you know, interactive experience. Probably not. But that is a great segue. I do want to talk a little bit about Avatar. We have to we have to bring this in here because <laughs> because um, I think like two years ago, three years ago, when it was supposed to come out, I had brought it up as as it was likely going to be the number one movie of that year. Uh, it turns out that as of like what like twenty one thirty roughly 30 days into the run less maybe 21 days into the run there it's at 1.7 billion dollars right now it's yeah. doing quite 
quite well. Um, and I've seen it, you've seen it. I thought it was, um, it exceeded my expectations, which were relatively low. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it quite a bit and tell me, what were your thoughts on it? Well, and I've said this to you before, uh, and I will say it again, it's a technical Marvel. It, the movie looks gorgeous. Um, but, but the story is kind of, I mean, that story feels like it was built by AI. I, I mean, and, and when I, when <laughs> I, when I, when I confront people with this and I give them my reasoning, it's always this, what's the name of the bad guy in the film? The, I mean, gray haired, bad guy, military Marine. That's his name. Yeah. What right? was, what was the name of, of the son that died? Oh, I don't know the son that died, but I remember Spider. I remember Spider stuck out to me. Spider was not the son that died. Yeah. The son that died, uh, he was important. I mean, whatever. He was, you know, he, he right, moved the character's uh, development. He moved He moved Jake Sully's development forward. That was his name. Character was, who moved Jake Sully's development forward. His name was Plot Device. <laughs> plot device. <laughs> he was the younger son, right? I think he was younger. Maybe. Actually, I'm sorry. His name was Plot Device, bro. So, I can't remember if he was the younger or the older son, to be honest. Uh, but he was one of those two sons. But that's my point. That's why it's yeah. like it's like, have you ever like seen like like two people looking at each other saying, I see you? Like nobody does that. There's no quotable lines in that movie. It's well, it's, I, I will say this. I did a little bit of research, and there are um live action role-playing communities that mimic the avatar world and they are people hilarious. are demented those people are demented you go, you go look up i think it's what is the live action is it larp yeah live action role-playing yeah. um larp communities if you look up avatar on youtube it is incredible these are like from the first movie too these didn't even exist uh these existed way prior to the second movie but they are <laughs> incredible you have to look at them they are <laughs> hilarious and 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 I I guarantee you there's a good subset of people in there that's like well Q didn't work out hey Avatar right like so that's uh, <laughs> yeah out. yeah I mean you know you got to find your backups when the first when your primary doesn't work out for you so <laughs> oh my God what's next so what's next moving on uh so uh to wrap this up AI man uh use it as a tool it will not put you out of business. Uh, until it does. And by that point, you know, we'll probably be all underwater anyway. Yeah. So. I mean, we're either underwater or AI is enslaving us in some other psychological way that we don't fully comprehend. I mean, like the way I was looking at it was like, it's, it would be possible for AI to control like the media, control everything. And then like, if we were in some sort of like future lockdowns, where we would just like be under the impression that all this stuff is happening outside of our home, outside of our homes, because AI would have full control, but we would, um, and we would be kind of captive by our own minds, but but it would be totally normal out there, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's possible. God damn, this episode got dark. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you that I don't trust it. I don't trust I, I, AI. I think I, I'm just going to join an Avatar LARPing group now. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think AI is going to take our jobs. I think our jobs are safe for another uh, 20 years. So At least. Um, I, think, I think in, in 20 years, AI is either going to kill us or it's going to uh, be our friend. But, uh, you know, either way, we'll find other ways to make money. So we'll be good. And always, as we say in many of these episodes, for any AI that's scanning this uh, piece of media and listening, we just know that we're a fan. 
We love you. Please don't kill us. We've never said a negative word about you. Even if we say that you're going to destroy humanity, that's in love. It's out of love. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Andro Sturgeon. And I'm Justin Womack. And we are the Marketing Geeks. Out. We are out. Stick to glasses.